I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's no end uh, to the deadheading after the temperatures uh, we've had here in the southeast of uh, England the last week or so. Rain is forecast and I hope we get some to freshen the air and stiffen wilting stems or oh, and to uh, moisten the soil. We've got the second calendula, that's a pop marigold trial to sow for the Fluoroselect year of the calendula trial. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden and a special welcome to our listeners uh, in Cyprus, in Australia and California. It's a small world these days. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to exchange news, views, a bit of seasonal advice and hopefully answer some of your gardening quandaries along the way. My thanks to this week's sponsor, Hayloft Plants Limited of Pershaw, Worcestershire. We've had some glorious weather, especially if you can stir yourself and get up early to clear blue skies and delightfully comfortable weather. The same again in the evenings, the perfect time to uh, irrigate. I'm spending uh, quite a lot of time on the end of a hose and if you can do it in the evening with the pressure not too high, allowing the moisture to uh, really sink in and the plants to take it up through the cool of the night. Entering the uh, RHS garden at uh, Hyde Hall as the local contractor was turning mown grass, there's that lovely smell of new mown hay everywhere on the air. And then into uh, floral fantasia where the scent from uh, dianthus, or especially dianthus memories, oh, and the pink uh, ruffles oh, and from roses, from sweet peas, and even verbena fill the air. I need to get a sign to answer the repeated question, how come your sweet peas are five feet tall and uh, ours are just uh, starting to climb the netting? Well, uh, I have to keep telling them it's the sowing date. I always sow where I want them to grow, the 10th of October, direct into the soil. They're tough enough to survive the winter as long as you uh, keep an eye out for mice oh, and slugs. Once the seedlings have got established well into October and early November, they'll be tough enough to survive the winter. And then, of course, we'll develop a really good, deep, strong root, much better able to uh, withstand the soaring temperatures that we're having now in June. If you keep the soil moist 
and plants well fed, that October sowing will really give you advantages over winter sowing and even spring planting. If you notice that uh, chunks have been bitten out of leaves, then uh, if it's just around the edge of the leaf, the chances are it's adult vine weevil. And one of the best ways to reduce their antics is to go out after dark, put a piece of newspaper or something clean on the ground, lift plants up gently that have this edge scalloping on the leaves, and then shake the plants. If there are adult vine weevil present, you'll hear them drop onto the newspaper, and then you can deal with them as you see fit. If the holes are all over the place in leaves, then it's much more likely to be slugs and snails. And again, the night shift is helpful. If you go out with a torch, particularly after we've had a little bit of rain or you've watered so there's some moisture, you'll see the culprits on the leaves and uh, they can be picked off and again dealt with as uh, you see fit. Uh, I'm busy thinning gooseberries picking off the smaller fruit where they hang in multiples. We used to say, uh, do this at the Whitson Bank holiday or Ascot week. Thinnings can be uh, saved and cooked. They make lovely fresh fruit caramel and a change from rhubarb at this time of the year. Last Friday, I made a visit to Pershaw High School and uh, inspected their garden club, cropping polytunnel, and the student vegetable plots, all very impressive. A one wheelchair-born scholar has raised beds for uh, his plot and has found uh, a donation of wolf tools very useful. The seed-sowing wheel gadget with a long handle allows him to reach right across the bed. And a litter picker apparently is... uh, particularly useful for pulling out weeds. I was also interested to hear from an allotmenteer who's uh, finding they can't bend quite as well as they would like, that um, a metre-long length of pipe to sow seeds is very useful. He can pull out the drill with a long-handled hoe and then he puts one end of the pipe in the drill and, of course, drops the seeds one by one or a few at a time down the tube and the spacing then is perfect where he wants them. It takes a little more time and if you have the patience, gives excellent spacing down the row. Any seedling thinning is uh, done with uh, another litter picker. What's in the news? Well, I was interested to hear there appears to be a lot of trading up by the garden products retailers. Prices of potting compost, for example, have increased a lot this spring. I noted that one online retailer uh, recounting it is easier to get regular customers to buy more to raise turnover than to recruit new customers. There we are, just the way of commerce, I suppose. Now, when it comes to seasonal tips, The long days and warm temperatures 
make rooting of softwood cuttings easy and fast. Some ivy leaf geranium and fuchsia tip cuttings have rooted with me in two weeks. I mean, all I do is a little pot, some uh, seed and cutting compost, ideally with a bit of perlite in it to keep it open. These little tiny tips slipped into the rooting compost and the pots then enclosed in a white polythene bag and sat on a west-facing windowsill. Try to avoid a south-facing windowsill because that can get too hot. And of course, at this time of the year, I always use a white polythene bag, which uh, lets in enough light uh, without letting through really scorching sunlight. If you keep the compost moist and just keep a watch on them, after three or four days, I often take the white polythene bag off and let the leaves dry a bit before enclosing them once again. Once the bag is off, the cuttings will often wilt, telling me that I need to cover them up again. When they stop wilting, then I leave the bag off. And uh, after two to three weeks, of course, they can be potted up uh, individually. At this point in the podcast, we'd normally feature a special guest for interview but owing to uh, scheduling conflicts and my travelling about the country, we've missed a window to record one this week. But rest assured, we've some uh, great guests now booked for the uh, up-and-coming weeks. At least it's uh, given a bit more time to chat about our gardening week. My gardening colleague on The Sun, Val Bradley, reported this week on a strange spotted uh, leaf plant turning up uh, in a pan they had planted with alpines. It turned out to be an early purple orchid, normally found growing wild in uh, woodlands, meadows and uh, even roadside verges. Coincidentally, I reported this week, is a rare in Britain small-flowered tongue orchid growing and flowering in the Namura International's rooftop garden in the city of London. One possible explanation is the very fine seed was blown in on the wind along with the Sahara dust. I would think a more likely explanation is the introduction with the soil and plants in much the same way that Val got hers. I well remember my best sighting of wild orchids was along a made-up road across a raised peat bog in the Irish Midlands. The explanation there was that alkaline hardcore brought in to make the road had neutralised the acidic peats and provided ideal conditions for these wild orchids to establish. They were certainly an eye-catching sight. Sadly, I can report no self-sown orchids in my own garden, although I do have a pot of uh, Calenthe cybaldii, which has proved hardy through uh, two winters now and is building up uh, year on year. This spring we had five stems of uh, fragrant flowers and the plant has proved evergreen, although I was told it was deciduous when first purchased. There's been no self-sown uh, wild orchids in my garden. Currently uh, just too many groundsel and chickweed seedlings. But who knows, you might be luckier than me Keep your eye out for uh, spotted-leaved seedlings. 
coming up uh, unsuspectingly. And my tailpiece is a quote from Sophie Skoll. Who would have thought it possible that a tiny little flower could preoccupy a person so completely that there simply wasn't room for any more thought? My sentiments exactly. Uh, when looking uh, this week at a red and white striped sweet pea fragrant tumbler. It came from Sutton Seeds. The petals are so frilled and the flowers so close together, it looks like a fully double flower head. I hadn't seen anything like it before. Hope you can take time to look and savour the fragrance of flowers. Hope you're able to join us uh, next week. Goodbye. Our thanks for this week's sponsor, Hayloft Plants Limited, Pershaw, Worcestershire. To my producer, Rich Jarman, and of course to you for listening. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.